What's up and what's happening, good people? This is your girl, China Escobar, and you are tuned in to the Talkology Lab. Today, we're going to talk about the ban that Facebook and Instagram have instituted against Louis Farrakhan, Alex Jones, Milo Yiannopoulos, I hope I said that right, Paul Joseph Watson, and Laura Loomer. And we're going to talk about that right now. All right, so let's get straight to it and let's talk about what's going on. Uh, You know, with this ban that Facebook and Instagram have instituted. Now, if you don't already know, Facebook owns Instagram. So, therefore, whatever happens on Facebook generally happens on Instagram. All right, so let's start this thing off real quick with the introduction of the five people that were banned. And we'll start with the one that's most familiar to me, which is Louis Farrakhan. Louis Farrakhan is about... 85 years old and you know he's been around forever he's and all of these definitions by the way are from wikipedia these these are not my words so shout out to wikipedia i'm giving you i'm using whatever information was typed in there and we all know wikipedia is so accurate right but uh lewis farrakhan is an american minister who is the leader of a religious group the nation of islam noi which the Southern Poverty Law Center described as a black nationalist group. All right, Alex Jones, American radio show host and far-right conspiracy theorist, Jones has accused the U.S. government of planning the Oklahoma bombing, um, the September 11th attacks, and uh, he also had some claims about the Sandy Hook's uh people being um, actors. Uh, and then um, and he, basically he's saying that most of these jobs, the, most of these things that are happening on U.S. soil, soil are, are inside jobs. They're all terrorist attacks from the government, fuel, you know, fueled by and to try to make uh, hysteria in, in America. All right, Milo Yiannopoulos, um, he also has the pen name Milo Andreas Wagner. He's the former editor of Brightheart News. Um, I don't know what the hell that is. Who describes himself as a cultural liber- liberator? Libertarian, sorry. <laughs> Through his speech and writing, he ridicules Islam, atheism, feminism, social justice, and political correctness. What a great guy, sounds like. Paul Joseph Watson works with Alex Jones, and he's also into the conspiracy theories, and he makes claims that 9-11 was an inside job. And then we have Laura Loomer, who's an American political activist, conspiracy theorist, and internet personality. She also is being accused for being um far right and um has been linked to some white supremacists who she denied being linked to so basically we got a lot of people who and then also i read somewhere that some of these people were um anti-semites um they also accused farrakhan of being an anti-semite and he also, I know that Farrakhan denied being an anti-Semite, but yet here we are. And they've issued a ban citing these people as dangerous. Um, 
so I guess the question becomes, do you care? People, do you care that these people were banned? I know that um, Donald Trump spoke out against Facebook and Instagram saying that it's, you know, a, a violation of freedom of speech or whatever he had to say. Um, you know, some other people were upset that the last four people that I read to you were banned, but that Farrakhan needed to be banned. I wanted to know, do you believe, first of all, that each one of those people, if you know who they are, if you looked up who they are, do you believe that they should be banned? And do you think that there's any type of information or any type of speech or any type of rhetoric that is so dangerous that it should be banned from a platform such as Facebook or Instagram or YouTube any of those social platforms um, that we believe we should have the right to say what we want up into a point? Um, or do you believe that this is a, an infringement on our freedom of speech, being able to say what you want to say? I mean, to me, the these people seem lovely. <laughs> No, I'm just playing. I don't know what the... I, I really don't know uh, any of the other people's rhetorics uh, because I don't listen to them. Alex Jones, however, I have seen a couple of his videos um, where he goes... He Not only does he say that these people are actors, but he attempts to prove it by going to some of the people who lost their children and going to their homes and confronting the parents and saying that the the death certificates were fake and a lot of other things like that um and that's that's man you got to be bold like if you're going to do something like that baby you better know what you are talking about i don't think that you could be guessing at this type of information because if this i mean yo these people lost their child for real and you are up here saying that it's fake and show me the death certificate and this death certificate is fake you could lose your life i'm just saying you rolled up to my crib talking that crazy shit i might take you out of here you know what i'm saying but uh you know that that action to me is dangerous it's dangerous for him um as far as the rhetoric is concerned i think that that's just it's it's a fine line, bro. But I'm going to say that when you're telling people that the government is you know, doing an inside job and when you're telling people that, you know, this was fake, this was staged, or I don't believe that we should be socially correct, you know, politically correct, or I don't think that women that are to the extreme as feminism is stupid or if you don't believe in God, you're an idiot. Like that's your personal view and you have the right to express it on any platform. That's just like if I write a book and I put it in a bookstore and you have the right to go out there and purchase it. But then if uh books a million or Apple iBooks or whatever comes out and says, Hey, you know what? We're not, we're not selling these types of books because it's a danger because truth be told, 
The government isn't spotless. A conspiracy theorist, are, it, it was a term given to people who were talking about things that the the regular Joe Schmo public couldn't see that the government was doing behind their backs. And it was true. And in order to kind of, you know, take it out of people's minds and make people feel like it was a lie, they called it called them conspiracy theorists. And so that was kind of the background to that terminology. Uh, and I'm not saying, and you know, there's always going to be things that people say that you don't like or that you feel is like, dang, that's a strong statement. But that doesn't mean that you should then ban them because now we're starting to pick and choose and where do you draw the line? When is it, where is the line saying it's too strong? Well, here's my line. The line for me is if you start calling for action to kill people who are innocent, kill people who are, who look a certain way. When you're starting to say kill or harm someone, that's the line that should be drawn because that's dangerous. Number that is dangerous rhetoric to the person saying it. And then also to people who could be harmed by those words. But when you're talking just about what you believe and what you see and what you think and what you, you know, feel, even though it could be disgusting to hear from a lot of different people, you cannot try to silence folks and then call it dangerous just because you don't like it. Now, the you know, based on some of the things that I've read and seen from these different people, I'm sure that I probably would not like them very much. <laughs> I may not like their views, but at the end of the day, but there may be some things that they say that I agree with. Everything, I don't, you know, everybody's not two-dimensional. There's always, you know, waves and curves and cycles and things that you like or that you dislike. But to ban someone just because you feel that their views are just too strong and just too far right or far left or dead center in the middle, I don't know what the hell, shit. You should still be able to post your views. And I don't like when people start to infringe upon what they believe is dangerous. That's dangerous. That is dangerous, bro. Because then where do you draw the line? Where do you say, you know what? This person is, is, is just talking too crazy because this, this podcast, this video could be looked at as dangerous and taken down because I'm saying you should be able to say whatever the fuck you want to say. Damn, I blew that shit out. <laughs> Whatever you want to say, it is up to you. Right? Until you start talking about actually harming people or killing people. Those are two different things. Or if you're talking about harming animals or harming children or, you know, things of that nature. But yet, we still have Nambla is out here rolling around, trolling around. For men who like little boys and they got a website and that's cool, but you have an issue with someone who doesn't believe that women should have uh, equal rights. I don't know, man. I just, you know, like there's a lot of people that believe that and talk crazy and that's on them. That doesn't stop the hop. 
you understand what I'm saying? That doesn't stop the progress. You can believe what you want, but what does that have to do with me? You understand what I'm saying? There's always going to be opposition. And sometimes that opposition is ridiculously strong and ridiculously, you know, ridiculous. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that we can't still do what we want to do. So, I mean, how do you guys feel? Because, you know, Facebook to me is already shady you know with that whole privacy situation i don't know if you guys were following that stemming from i think what 2011 that they had um and then they had no actually it started from 2008 right um they had an issue happen and with the privacy the ftc was supposed to investigate them they but they said you know what we're not going to investigate you guys let's just do a consent decree and as long as you stay within our contract and our agreement we'll just let it slide and it was like cool and then in 2011 they had this issue with um Cambridge Analytica which was some kind of British political consulting firm and they were they breached the privacy again of all of their users on Facebook. And then FTC was like, yo, bro, here you go again. I thought we discussed this and now you're breaking the agreement. And they're talking about finding them like in the billions of dollars or something like that, but yet they still haven't done it. So to me, Facebook is the op anyway. They work with the government. They allow them to, and other companies, allow them to break our trust and our privacy every day because cream is the ruling factor here cash rules everything around me and when you say cash rules everything around you that means that you do not have integrity i'm just saying everything you said it rules everything around you so when you have something in that capacity where they will allow folks to come in and take your information without you giving consent to do so I don't trust your ass no way. And so my point for this is if you do, if you feel like me and believe that, you know, they're infringing, they're starting to, they're saying that, okay, we were once on the side of freedom of speech, but now we're more on the side of safety. And they start to use these bullshit excuses like people killing folks or killing themselves on Facebook. That has nothing to do with these five people, to be honest. And it has nothing to do with people being able to say what they want to say without being labeled as dangerous because they're blaming or saying something about the government or they're saying something about a group of people that they believe is true. I mean, I don't necessarily, like I said, agree with what they're saying, but what I'm on the side of is freedom of speech. I'll always be on the side of freedom of speech. Yet, lest hints the reason why I'm here speaking to you. So what do you think is the option? What do you think is the answer? How do we move forward from this? Do you just continue to, to sign on to Facebook and Instagram because we're so used to it? I mean, the thing about it is technology is always moving forward and it's always going to rule the nation. You understand what I'm saying? Because think about it. At one time there was Vine and now Vine is no more. At one point, there was MySpace. Everybody congregated to MySpace. But now MySpace is more for music and people who have music things 
set up. It's more like a SoundCloud situation. And then everyone moved to Facebook. So where's the next great big thing going to come from? I mean, we always should be looking to move forward and progress and never be satisfied and, and stuck or feel stuck in a situation where we can't move forward or we feel like someone has got us by the balls. And never will Facebook be in that position because we, the people, will always rule. So if you don't agree with Facebook and Instagram's ban, then I suggest doing more than just posting videos from your favorite five who've been banned, but more so go out there and start another social network. Because believe it or not, I remember when, you know, believe it or not, people will follow behind you people will go where they want to go where they feel safe and where they also feel free to express themselves and I remember when Facebook first started and when I first joined Facebook there was nothing on there it was simply just that front blue page and white words white page blue and white page with black words and that was it and that was all we needed at the time and so I feel like Whoever is going to come with the next best, greatest thing to allow us to be able to listen to and also to give our words freely without feeling the angst of being banned, I think will be the next best, greatest thing. So you guys chime in and tell me what you think about the Facebook and Instagram ban. Um, You can follow me on Facebook at the Talkology Lab. You can also follow me on Instagram and you can follow me on Twitter at the Talkology Lab. That's it, right? Yeah, at the Talkology Lab. And then also you can go to my website. It's the TalkologyLab.com, the Talkology lab.com and there you'll be able to see where um you know the next show's coming up and all of the fun information that I have on there and also if you just go directly to the website which is the talkologylab.com there'll be links directly to my podcast whether you go through TuneIn or Stitcher or Spotify maybe um, iTunes, you'll be also able to go all the way to the bottom to find the um, social networks and social platforms that I'm on. So you can just click there and it'll take you directly to those social platforms, including YouTube, where you'll be able to see me live. Well, I'm not live, but I'm live. You understand what I'm telling you? And also you'll be able to send messages directly. So you can just send me a message or you can uh, send an email. My email address is on there. It's the Talkology Lab at gmail.com. And make sure that you reach out and say hello. Leave your feedback. Um, go to Facebook. You can leave your feedback there, Instagram, Twitter, wherever. And um, you can definitely shoot me some messages if you have any questions or comments that you want read on the air or online or you know when i'm posting these videos so again thank you very much everybody for joining me here at the talkology lab this is your girl china escobar and i'm out